Hello, family. Thank you for tuning in to day two of the Credit Rebuild Her Challenge. My name is Kim. I am your empowerment specialist, credit specialist, wealth strategist. And in, with each encounter, it is always my intention to say something, at least one thing, that will metaphorically take you from the pit to the palace, turn your pain into purpose, and your disparity into prosperity. Yesterday, um, for day one, we did talk about um, God being the original creditor. Um, we talked about in the beginning, God. And whenever God was creating, he was actually extending credit. That is where credit came from. We talked about um, how we want his kingdom um, to be applicable to our life in our kingdom. Let it be as it um, let it be on earth as it is in heaven, so to speak. We talked about um, his uh, rules and laws, and how the Bible is the original law book, and how it is set up as a will and a trust. Um, it is God's will for us, and it's set up as a trust, um, so that we could um, abide by what is written therein to claim our inheritance as the beneficiaries of the trust. Okay. Um, we went over some laws, um, um, which entails what we need to do first, um, with establishing anything in life. But in this particular situation, we're talking about restoring credit. So, one of those laws was um, found in Matthew 6, 33, where we need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, where in all these other things will be added unto us. Uh, rule number two or law number two would be Joshua 1, 8, where it says this book of the law shall not um, depart from our mouth, which means basically we shouldn't cease, stop from talking about it, but we should meditate on it day and night and observe to do all that is written in it. Because it says, for then we will make our way prosperous and we will have good success. All right. So we talked about um, God's laws and the foundation and the blueprint and how everything starts in the spirit realm, including you and me. We both started as spirits and now we are in the public sector in our flesh. And that's how we should treat everything in life, starting in the spirit realm. That's why we should always go to God with each endeavor, each problem, each success, each victory, because everything starts in the spirit realm. All right. So day two, we're talking about consumer laws. We're talking about the laws that we are dealing with in our realm. Now, family, this is important because Though there are laws put in place for our benefit, though you have rights, if you do not know what your rights are, then unfortunately, you do not have any. Not that they don't exist, but if you don't know what they are, how do they apply to you? How are you able to assert them? How are you able to use them as a defense whenever somebody's out of pocket with you or doing something 
asinine or something that you know is not right? How are you able to defend yourself with what is written as a right, what is written as a law, if you don't know it? Okay, it's it's almost impossible. You can't because you don't know that it exists. You know, your spirit man, no, because your spirit man to say this just ain't right. Of course, you're you're 100 percent accurate in that. It's not right. But how are you able to assert yourself if you don't know what your rights are? Family, this is important to even God, because listen, in Hosea, Hosea four and six in the Bible, it says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, I've heard that scripture a lot, right? So as I was studying to um, put this message together for you all, um, I referenced this scripture in the Bible. And as I read, it gets deeper because the Holy Spirit started ministering to me and saying this very thing, us not knowing what our rights are, upsets God. Let me tell you how I got that revelation. Listen, Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge. That's how God looks at it. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from being a priest for me. Because you have forgotten the laws of your God, I will forget your children. Who family? I, I I had to meditate on it. I'm like, what God? God has set everything for us. Okay, He has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. The promises of God are yes and amen. Like we have everything. He's already given it to us. It's already established. But because we don't know. It's we because we don't know how to uh, access it, retrieve it. We we don't know the laws, the rules, the regulations. Basically, we're begging God and pleading with God, like Lord, help me pay these bills, help me do this and that. And he he's looking like, huh? <laughs> like he already given it to us, but because we don't know how to access it, family, it's almost like we've rejected knowledge. And therefore, he's rejecting us from being a priest for him, basically for testifying, for telling people the good news and et cetera, et cetera. Are y'all following what I'm saying? Hosea 4 and 6. Like, listen, we got to get this knowledge and we got to get this understanding. Okay. Um, And that's another scripture. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all you're getting, get understanding. Y'all, this is this is some important stuff. This is why I'm starting here. Y'all, this is why I am educating y'all on the foundational biblical principles of the law. It's, I know it's a lot of um, credit repair companies out there. It's a lot of people helping you build your credit, doing it for you and all that. But y'all, this is the foundational principle. Like we need to get this in order or it'll always be a hamster wheel. You know, that that's like me doing a service. I can do the service. You know, credit repair is a lucrative business model. I've done it before. I got um, discouraged from doing it before because 
God showed me so much other stuff to where I'm like, well, Lord, everything that they're doing on the public side is illegal. Yes, it is. But I have to come back to the public side so that I can get you guys' attention to show you, to clean up your credit so you can learn why, <laughs> why you, why you can live the good life, why you can live the abundant life, why you can live wealthy. Um, and, and because of the private sector, but we can't, I can't, I can't get you there from there. I have to start from start and the start is in the public. And this is where, because this is what you know, this is how we were trained. So this is why I'm starting here. But, but the Bible is the foundational principle. God is the source. I'm just a resource. Okay. So I'm just using this, um, the Bible as the original law book and, and, and teaching you the strategy on how it was taught to me via the Holy Spirit. I hope this is helping somebody. I hope somebody's understanding the method to um, my strategy here. But yeah, y'all, it's important to study to show yourself approved. And that, that's in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.15. Let's, let, let me pull that up real quick. Y'all bear with me just a minute. I'm sorry. Woo! Y'all, I tried to make a couple of uh, visible videos and my computer kept shutting down in the middle of my video. <laughs> And I know it's the enemy. It's a distraction of the enemy. So I just said I'm going to do a voice recording on my phone and upload it as a um, like a podcast type video. I just want to get the message out. I mean, I'm not uh, efficient in the whole video thing yet. I'm, I'm working on it because we got a journey. <laughs> I want to take you guys on a journey with me. And so we're going to because we're going to all win. It's just. It cannot be otherwise. I, I, dec I declared and I have what I say. All right. So 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 2.15. It says. Well, this is another version. Hang on. Let me get the right version. 2 Timothy 2.15. The King James Version says. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So basically, it's important that we study to show ourselves approved unto God. Like, family, I, I need y'all to make time out um, to study. Um Hmm. I'll, I'll start. I'll stop there with that with that thought. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Consumer laws. <laughs> moving on to consumer laws. We know the importance of getting the laws because people we perish without it. You know, and these laws are put in place for our benefit. These are um, the rules of engagement as it pertains to credit and debt and getting out of debt and building generational work wealth. I'm sorry. So we need to know 
how to um, apply these laws, basically, as a saving grace. Okay, because credit is money. We need credit. And that's why the enemy works so hard to um, use these corporations um, to prevent us from getting the things that are rightfully ours. This is why I'm so adamant. Like, like this is my passion. Like, I do a lot of things. Um, I feel like I'm gifted and talented um, in a lot of areas where I can do um, a lot of things to earn income. I can Bless God. He's blessed me on that capacity. But this right here, this is my passion. And this is why I'm going hard to um, share it with you. Yes, I can use it as a means to make money. But for for the most part, I just want to give you value. And the value is found in the foundational principles, the word of God, but in, in the laws of the land. Okay, so 15. United States Code 1681. Since I am not on the computer and not doing a video because I wanted to kind of go over these laws and show you a screen share since my computer is not cooperating with me and I'm trying to do, uh, I'm trying to be diligent and being um, consistent with my content. That's why I challenged myself. Do you think that this challenge was for you? The five day credit rebuild her challenge was not just for you, but it was also for me to establish consistency and to be consistent and persistent in my endeavor. So I want to extend value. So I'm getting it out the best way I can. I hope y'all tune in. I hope that my efforts are not in vain. I hope somebody's listening and somebody is being blessed and somebody is actually studying, looking up the information that I am presenting because it just didn't come off the top of my head. It started with God. It, you know, it, it, I just didn't make this stuff up. It's this laws, rules, and regulations. That's why I'm always quoting the scripture or giving you a reference. So I hope that you guys take notes and look up the information that I am telling you so that you could make it applicable so that you can apply it to your life. So you can apply it to your credit restoration strategy and journey to get that stuff off of your credit because it should not be there. It does not matter if you um, agree to pay them or whatever. All your bills are already prepaid. That's 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 on the private side as something different. But I'm just telling you, it should not be there. So let's start with United States Code 15. Sorry, let me rephrase it so that if you're referencing, you can look it up. It's 1515 U.S. Code. I'm just going to, I'm not going to read the whole thing because, you know, this could get lengthy. I want you to read it. I want you to study it in your spare time, especially if you're following along to um, do the DIY and repair your own credit. Basically, 15 U.S. 81 is saying that Congress established 
um, these laws, these uh, for the um, the credit reporting agencies that call themselves credit bureaus. Bureau will be an inaccurate term. They're not bureau. They're not federal. They're uh, they're not government regulator. They're not anything. They're just a corporation who basically um, created a elaborate mechanism. Is what this um, law is saying that they created an elaborate elaborate mechanism. I'm gonna say AKA scheme. They created a scheme. Okay which was developed where they assumed a vital role. They assumed this role. Nobody authorized them to do it. They assumed it. And they are basically sharing consumers information with third party entities. And so since they assumed this vital role and took on this, uh, elaborate mechanism to do so. Congress felt that it needed to regulate the the policies and procedures. So it put in place the FCRA, which is the Fair Credit Reporting Act, and the FDCPA, which is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. And people, they are violating all these regulations left and right. First of all, you have a right to privacy, okay? That's that's you you have a right to privacy, but again, I said if you don't know your rights, then how would you know that how would that even apply to you? So, they're supposed to have your written permission to publicly sell your private information. Okay? They need written permission to do so. Have you ever given them written permission? That's that's the start with start. Have you ever given them written permission to share your information? They're just a corporation, they're not a bureau. This is this is why I said this what they call it. Elaborate mechanism. <laughs> That's why I keep calling it a scheme. Um, no one gave them permission to do that. And you didn't give them permission to sell your information. And technically, according to these laws, these consumer laws, what they're doing is, hate to say it, but identity theft. All right. All right. Let's start there. That's one. You haven't given them written permission. So um, that's something you could do. Can can you ask, you can ask them in a letter, can you please produce me the document with my signature that I gave you written permission to even share my information with any entity? Okay, you can do that. That's well within your rights if you read them. And then, now... 15 U.S.C. 1681A under subsection 2 where it says exclusions. Okay, this this part defines what a consumer report is. And it goes on to say 
that the term consumer report, it gives an explanation of what the consumer report is, who the credit reporting agencies are. And it says a consumer report does not include any information solely relating to transactions or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report. Okay. I'm 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 go over that again. I'm try to I'm try to do it slowly and I'm trying to do it loudly for the people in the back. I hope y'all are comprehending what this section is saying. This is saying the term consumer report does not include any information containing transactions or experiences between the consumer, which is you, and the person making the report, which would be a creditor. It says that information is excluded from the consumer report. That means none of your transactions, <laughs> none of your experiences by law are permitted to be included on your consumer report. This is the law, people. This is the, I ain't making this up. 15, 16, 15 USC, 15 United States Code, 1681A2, under exclusions. So payments and transactions and experiences, late payments, repossessions, charge-offs, court here, none of that should be on your consumer report. Why? Because this law says that is excluded from it. Are y'all following what I'm saying? Are y'all following what I'm saying? Okay, none of that stuff should be even on there. And then who gave them the right to report it? Who authorized them? They don't. Did you give them written permission? No. Well, then you have a defense. Okay. And according to the laws, it's a thousand dollars per violation. How many things you got listed on your credit report? How many items are listed on there? What if you knew how to assert your rights and tell them this is what the law say? And if you don't abide by this law, I'm just going to, you know, turn, I'm going to liquidate my consumer report. How about I turn it into cash, $1,000 per item you got listed? Come on, y'all. Are y'all thinking? Are y'all thinking? Are y'all following what I'm saying? Are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? So basically, this is day two. I'm going to wrap it up here. This is day two of the five-day credit rebuild her challenge. That is your homework, guys. Um, I need y'all to go look up these laws. 15 U.S. Code 1681. And 
it's going to say congressional findings and statement of purpose. Read through that. But then there's a tab that says next in the right of that. Click next and just read through that. Click next. Read the definitions and rules where it says consumer report. And then part two where it says exclusions. Consumer report does not include. Y'all read that. I need y'all to read that. Give me your understanding of what it's saying. Give me your understanding, your interpretation. Because right now I'm just giving y'all mine. I want y'all to read it and give me your own perspective of what is displayed there. Okay. And um, perhaps we'll have some type of dialogue regarding your findings on tomorrow. But that's your homework. 15 U.S. Code 1681. Um, and then I want y'all to click next to go to 1681A. And just do some research. Do some reading. How many? I need to see how many people's following what I'm saying. I need to see how many people was act actively engaged in this challenge. Okay. So y'all do your homework. We shall resume tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, I will be giving you the first step of the strategies on what you should be um, doing uh, tomorrow. Going over, let's see. Um... Tomorrow, we're going to be implementing the strategies on how to get started asserting yourself. Um, and it's going to basically start with pulling your reports, pulling your credit reports. And I'll tell you what to look for and um, what need what things need to be sent to assert your rights. OK, this is Kim Coleman of Credit Chemistry. And prosperity chemistry. Credit chemistry is a division of prosperity chemistry. Y'all, prosperity chemistry is a consulting company, um, basically um, edifying you, giving you information. Um, and credit chemistry is actually the company that does the credit repair. But they're intermingled, and and that's something that I want to teach you that you guys need to have is um, multiple business entities. We'll get more on that later, but. Kim with Kim, I'm sorry, Kim with credit chemistry, Kim with prosperity chemistry, doing my part to love you to life, signing off.